welcome back to the Rugby Connection podcast. For the last time, the greatest place to be for all your World Cup content and more. Um, yeah, the World Cup's over. It's done. For another four years, we're not going to have another Men's World Cup. Mad. We're two years to the Men's World Cup, though, which is frightening in itself. That is true. That is true. And actually, um, bit of news come out. There is now going to be uh, separation. It's now they're now going to be titled the Women's World Cup and the Men's World Cup to avoid any confusion. But um, yeah, what an absolute roller coaster of the last couple of months! My God, wow. I mean, my emotions. Murray, how you? Doing? I'm all right. I've been <laughs> fine for the last month because I've been neutral. My emotions yeah. like about three weeks ago, so I'm all good. I know you're... How are you feeling is a better question. Um, It's more of a sense of relief purely because the stress is over mm. and That's... I can rest now. I can, I can <laughs> rest until the Sharks inevitably get fucking demolished in the URC next week and then the week after and whatnot, but regardless of that, yeah, um... Obviously, we'll get on to the final. We'll get on to the big one. I do want to cover the third and fourth place playoff. Oh, the bronze medal match. People hate this match. I understand why. Teams don't want to play in it because it's a bit of a, a kick in the bollocks after getting knocked out in the semifinals. But, but mm. it was a cracking game. It was a very good game. Argentina, both Argentina and England... Looked like they did want to win it. Looked like they wanted to take something from this World Cup. And it produced a very, very good game. Uh, England claimed the bronze medal. Ha! The, the shining light for the Northern Hemisphere. Yay! Once again is England. 26-23 uh, oh. <laughs> is the final score. Absolutely nail-biting. Went down to the final wire. Um, Argentina pushing, giving their all to try win that game. But in the end, England, who would have thought it? Who would have thought England would be claiming an A medal at this World Cup? I thought this game was so bizarre. Not because, like you said, that nobody wants to be there. That doesn't bother me. Like third place is third place. It's the same with the Olympics. You just kind of have to do it. But I really hated the first half. This the first half of this game was just so boring. It was just yeah. very sluggish. And second half was better. Second half picked up. Both proper, both teams were looking proper, a bit all over the place. Proper blink and you miss it moment. Santi Carreras, beautiful try to give Argentina the lead. And 30 seconds later, he went to the villain. And Theo Dan got a nice little charge down. They got England the win. Crazy. Mental. Yeah, Theo Dan being the man who was stepped by Santiago Carreras. The man who was almost embarrassed by Santiago Carreras when he scored his try. And uh, literally the next play, uh, Theodan says, hold my beer, I am him, and uh, charges the kick down, chases it down, scores the try. How many hookers do you see doing that? Not many nowadays. But Theodan is special. He is a rare talent. Like Try and keep a hold of him. Do not let him sign for any French teams. Do not let him sign for any URC teams. Keep him in the Premiership. Talking about special players for England now, Ben Earl, what a tournament oh, he has good. had. So good. 
And for those that say he's not a number eight, oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Very much a number eight. He is... I feel him likable to an Adi Saavedra in the way he carries the ball and the way he approaches the game. And he approaches it with just an absolute will to make meters, to make line breaks. And he's been doing it all tournament. He scores the first try on seven minutes. Yeah. Um, again, just game-breaking uh, ball running. But um, one man I do want to talk about uh, from Argentina is a certain uh, Mateo Carreras, a Newcastle Falcon. Imagine bouncing all three English fly halves in one game. In one he game. flattened Farrell. He demolished Marcus Smith. Yeah. And he ran George Ford over like a bloody freight train. Speaking of Marcus Smith, it was tricky for him marking the wingers because he got bounced mid-air by the king. By Emiliano Buffelli. I've never seen that in my life. Did. How did you get Very Smith? weird selection because I had Freddie Stewart on the wing and Marcus yeah. Smith at fullback. After Marcus Smith had shown in that Fiji game, in my opinion, that he is not a fullback. Defensively, think... Marcus Smith does not have the ability to be a fullback. Fair. And then you look at Freddie Stewart's performance against South Africa, that's your starting fullback. Question: Did you have Henry Aaron? That's the, the way I see it. I did. I also had Manu Tualangi, and they both only got me six points. But it's fine because <laughs> I, I, I did finish in the top ten. I finished seventh in the RCP League, uh, and I finished in the top five hundred out of sixty odd thousand in the SA League. So I was happy with that. I was happy with that. I was but, so uh, Arundel's performance. Yeah, Henry Arundel. Do you know what I think it is? And a lot of people saying it's not his fault he didn't get the ball. But for me, it's it's a maturity type thing where if we look at a player like Mark Talea, right? Mark mm-hmm. Talea is so impactful and so notable because his work rate, he works yeah. off his wing. He'll come in field, he'll carry the ball, he'll clear out that ruck, he'll get involved. That's yeah. why Mark Talea is so, uh, so noticeable and, and spoiler. That's why he, he got breakthrough player of the year, but we'll get to that. For me, Henry Arundel needs to maybe work on that confidence because he's a brilliant ball carrier himself. He has the ability to shrug off tackles. Um, for me, he needs to get that maturity and that confidence to work in and, and work like a lot of the great wingers do, like a Cheson Colby and Mark Talea, even a Will Jordan comes in, gets involved. You can't just be standing out on the wing these days to be a good winger. See, I think I don't even think Arundel's best position is winger. I think he's a better fullback. Look what he did. Yeah, there's, there's that conversation as well. But but um, yeah, England get the win. It's just a scratch the red moment for Steve Borthwick, isn't it? Because <sighs> you've got the likes of Freddie Stewart at fullback. Well, what do you do then if you've got you know? It's the same with um, the All Blacks. Do you put Will Jordan at fullback or do you keep? Damian McKenzie there. Yeah, who the bloody hell do you put there? There's a good headache to have, regardless of the team. It's a brilliant headache. But it's always a good headache. It was definitely not on my bingo card at the start of the World Cup that out of the Northern Hemisphere coaches that Steve Borthwick would be the one that comes away with a medal. Mm. Hey, you know what? All credit to England. 
And I know uh, they, they are probably the most pantomime villain team. Everybody has has something against England. And I, as a Springbok fan, I do as well. Uh, I always will do. It's England. It's, it's, they're, they're one of the top foes in rugby. But from where they started uh, this year, the Six Nations they had, the, the run-up they had, um, mm. to come away with a bronze medal and the performance they put in in that semi-final against my team, all credit to them. And I think Steve Borthwick is going to do some good things with this England team going forward. Just not round three at Murrayfield next year. I don't Again, I said this to Harv last year when we did Six Nations. I don't care how they do, so long as they don't beat us. Simple. Well, there we go. There you go. Should we talk about the big one. The big one. The, the Rugby you your voice back? 23 final. Oh my God. Quick question before you go on high ecstasy. Was either side robbed? I say no. Was either side robbed? No. Yeah, all I got the whole time was, ooh, Wayne Barnes missed this, Wayne Barnes missed that. Shut up! At the end of the day, no matter what the game, it's been a, an aspect of rugby for a long, 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 long time. You're always going to have people complaining about the ref. You're always going to have people saying the one team paid the ref off. It's just, it's how some people react to a loss. It's just, it's stupid. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I'm not saying it's just, because obviously it's been a lot of the Kiwi fans this week. Understandably, I'm not saying it's just them. Uh, South African fans are just as guilty as our Irish fans, as our French fans, as our Scottish fans, as our Welsh fans. All of us have been guilty of it at some point. But um, I, I personally thought Wayne Barnes was uh, very fair, actually. Yeah, uh, I agree. He was not letting either team get away with anything. Obviously, two yellow cards to South Africa, a yellow and a red card uh, to the All Blacks. Um that might have been my only issue. And again, it's not really down to Wayne Barnes. It's more just the whole World Cup. I don't think... So Sam Kane gets a red card. And in my eyes, see Kweesi does the exact same thing. So it's a red card. That's how I've seen it. I think if yeah. you've given one red, the other gets red. Right. The way I've seen it is Sam Kane was upright, made no attempt to dip whatsoever. Jesse Creel was also upright. It was direct shoulder to head. Sia Khaleesi's incident, you can see Sia Khaleesi is clearly attempting to bend at the hips, clearly attempting to dip, and uh, it's not direct head contact. It is shoulder to shoulder first, and his head glances off the ball into Ardi Sarveya's head. It's it's a yellow card, it's fair enough. It's head contact. There it's is a degree of danger but there is mitigating factors. Whereas in Sam Kane's red card, I didn't see any mitigating factors. Not in the final, just in general. Do you think sometimes when they're doing the bunker review, they're almost trying anything to not give a red card? I'd say so. And I'd say and I'd say the whole bunker system, although it has had its flaws this World Cup, and the whole, is it a red card, is it a yellow card, this whole World Cup, it has mm. been a problem but I feel like if a player gets yellow carded goes through the bunker system and gets a red card they have that 10 minutes to decide you're mm. talking about world class officiating staff of course yeah. decide what that they know the rules better than us at the end of the day 
If they mm-hmm. decide it's a red card, it's most likely a red card. I understand there's been some consistency issues. There's been a few things where one time there's mitigating factor and then at a very similar time, there's not mitigating factors. I understand that it needs to be ironed out. But at the end of the day, they are the top of their game, professional referees, professional officiating staff. So it is what it is. You know, that was my only. That was I, my only. I, I would have preferred. I I would have preferred a game where New Zealand never lost Sam Kane. Obviously, I would have preferred a game where there were no cards. No because excuses. You don't. You you don't want cards in a World Cup final, especially because then it is that. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, no excuses. Fifteen of the best play. Fifteen of the best. But we have been talking about New Zealand's discipline in the lead well, up to this. Cup and at points in this World Cup and it was a big talking point going into this match. Uh, obviously with the uh, loom of the Twickenham game, obviously New Zealand's discipline cost them their biggest ever defeat um, and it was said discipline and defence will win this World Cup final and discipline and defence won this World Cup final. I did? Right, go for it now. You, you, I'm giving you two minutes to just go for it, Cam. First of all, I just want to say full credit to the All Blacks. Uh, I will never lose any respect for this team. It's a one-point game in a World Cup final. Could have gone either way. If one of those kicks goes over, it could have been a different game, 100%. And I would have wanted no other World Cup final other than Springboks All Blacks. I will always respect that team with everything I have. For the Springboks, back-to-back, 2019-2023, Four-time world champions as a nation, as a Springboks team. My God, we are absolutely on top of the world right now. And for this Springboks team in 2023 to probably go take the hardest ever route to winning a World Cup final, we had to play every single one of the other top five teams. We played Scotland, we played Ireland, we played France, we played England, we played New Zealand. We played them all. We didn't beat them all. And in a way, if we had beaten Ireland in that pool stage, we could have been looking at a very different World Cup. We could have been. But, my God, there's not one player that I can think of that didn't put his heart and soul into that win. Peter Steftedoy, 28 tackles from 31 or something. Absolute monster player of the match. Did you know that that, just that game alone, from the Tykes... Massive twenty-eight tackles has now actually got him into the top five successful tackles in the whole World Cup. It wasn't even in the top five yes. before the final. He's not, the work rate on that man is absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Um, Dion Ferry to come off the bench. I felt so sorry for Bongi and Banambi. Obviously, accidental by Shannon Frizzell, but it's it's the rules of the rules. Um, coming off in a World Cup final again, but Dion Ferry, Mister Mister Fine Wine. <laughs> Comes on in a World Cup final. What a story that is. What a story. To be anonymous in France for however many years, to come back, play for the Stormers, win a URC, and then play for the Springboks, win a World Cup. What a story. Oh, Andre Pollard, the greatest fly half in South African history. Yep. The greatest fly half in South African history. He has kicked the most points in a World Cup final ever. Not bad for someone that missed the grips almost completely. Not bad, eh? Crazy. Not bad at all. But let's not forget Manuel Bok. Manuel Bok, 
Do you know what? He, Overall, he's had a good tournament. I mean, the no, the no look kick against Scotland. I said it then. I'll say it now. Had it been any other team, I'd be raving about it for. And I don't think we beat France without Manny Leboc personally. We don't beat them without Pollard either. But without Manny Leboc yeah. running that back line like we did, we don't score the tries that we did. But um, yeah, absolute ecstasy. Happy days. Question Shit. for you before we move on. Just question for you, and it's been playing on my mind for a long time. And uh, for me, Andre Pollard is now in the goat conversation for fly-offs. For me, he's See, I, don't like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the goat conversation pretends because the gap is like I'm not being disrespectful to anyone else, but there's DC, then there's a big gap, and then you could argue who goes where. Andre Pollard's won two World Cups and played a big part in both World Cups. Pollard's probably. Pollard is probably two, three, depends who you ask. He's done that in only 69 caps. No, I... so, wait, wait, wait. DC. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Dan Carter will always be the GOAT, number one GOAT. But for me, Pollard, for me. Pollard, Pollard's in Pollard that position is... of the rest of the bunch. Not the He's rest. The ice you know what I mean? Andre Pollard, the ice man. 100% kick success rate this World Cup. 14 kicks, 14 strikes. Done. Some some gash on his cheekbone as well. That was warrior. That whole that whole Springbok team is filled with warriors. Got to. I'm just going really off topic here, just because it's been on my head and on my mind. This is to put the video up. Sherwin and Canny. Oh, the... the dance, the dance. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'm still tempted to stand up and do it, but I'm not going. It's just, every single player played a part. Even even the dirt trackers, as they're called, the ones that didn't get too many games. Mm. You know, it it takes a lot to just be there for the team week in, week out, hold those tackle bags, at, uh, analyzing games for the team. You know, and when they do, I don't think there's one player on that Springbok team who didn't have an absolutely class performance throughout the World Cup at some point. It's a good argument to have, to be fair. So, yeah. yeah. Well done, Springboks. See, I'm even you happy. I've now got a Springboks jersey on. You do. Uh, for, the second, for the second week in a row now. I think I had the, the green one on show last week, so. But, uh, yeah, it's going to take a while to sink in. Shall we just sing it? Shall we just, I'm a buck, I'm a buck, a buck, I used to buck machine. Lead me in green is the buck machine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very proud of the boys. Very proud to be South African. And yeah. Wow. Congratulations. No, that's all I could say is just congratulations. I'm not South African. I don't have that emotional attachment that you do. Just wait till, wait till Scotland wins something. Then you'll hear me. <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say when. I said maybe one day. But no, credit where credit's due. Well done to the box. First time forever champs, second back, second team to go back to back. Sia is the only the second man to go back to back as captain. It's ridiculous. My it's greatest. He is South Africa's greatest captain. Easy. He is South Africa's I'm greatest good. captain. Captain South Africa. Let that man run for president, please. Either Sia runs for president or Razi Erasmus and Jack Nina, but run for president and vice president. 
Oh, God. Let's just go see her because it won't be as controversial then. Uh, the only the only downside is Jacques Nienaber is going to bloody Leinster now. Oh, yeah, that's just what Leinster needed right now. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, the, the World Cup winning coach, great. Hey. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. We had some more international rugby going on. We did. We... Um, so, like... sorry, oh, I was going to say, I feel like we could talk about the World Cup for ages. So, okay. I think we should now to the uh, WXV. We had yes. some wins. We had some wins. So, WXV 3 and WXV 2 finished this weekend. WXV 3 champions are Ireland with the comeback. Probably the best comeback I've seen in the women's game. For a Big long time, thirteen three down at time to Spain, and then 15-3 full time, fifteen thirteen yeah. sorry full time. Well done, yeah. the girls in green. WXV two, however, oh, oh my, nice edge of your seat stuff. So it came down to points difference. Scotland got a big win over Japan on Friday afternoon, thirty eight points to seven. And the commentator said, Scotland's done all they can. Comes down to points difference. Which, as a sports fan, you hate it. And it's the second in a month Scotland have to rely on points differential. (laughs) I hate it. I don't like it. But we had to wait till the Saturday evening. Italy versus the USA. Italy going into the game plus two points ahead of Scotland. Um, They won 30 points to eight, which means they were three short Scotland, so Scotland have won WXV2, and it's absolute scenes. Six wins on the bounce for the girls for the first time since 2001. Champions, oh, it's just such a good time. And another big win for South Africa, not maybe as big a win, but still celebrated. The girls survived. South Africa versus Samoa, 33 points to seven, which means Samoa is relegated to WXV3. I'll take it. You know what? I I'm proud of the proud of the girls for managing that. It hasn't been the best tournament for them so far. They've showed some heart. They showed some grit. But a big win like this is what they needed. And hopefully, with all the ecstasy in South Africa right now, hopefully so the women's game will get shown a bit of love. Yeah, absolutely. We're still the WXV one still got one more week to go, but and it's a big, big game. Big wins all around for weekend of uh, second weekend. England demolishing Canada. They're just writing the wrongs from last year's semi-final. 45-12 to the Red Roses. Yes. And have you ever seen a team take a defeat personally and it's just unlucky to the next opponent? Because that's mm. what the the Wales. They got beat by France wow. in weekend and put 70 on Wales in weekend two. But then we got the upset that none of us had. Oh. Oh, yeah, this was a big one. I like Australia. this. Australia. The Wallaroos. 29-20 over Le Bleu in France. What What? What happened? I don't know. I also <laughs> don't, I'm, I'm not being horrible, but like the whole thing about spoilers, Eddie Jones has left. Shocking, I know. Who expected that? Who's seen that coming? Everyone, really. The minute it didn't go his way. Yeah. Yeah, and then just quietly underneath all that mayhem, the girls go, no, we've got this. We've got a big win. 
So yeah, yeah massive credit to the Warriors. But uh, the big one, the decider. Well, yes, I'll, I'll quickly go over predictions for the final week of WXV1. And it all culminates to the final match. But we've got Australia versus Wales. I'll give it to the Aussie girls. I'll give it to the Wallaroos after that performance against France. Yeah, it could go. Wales are a, are a cracking team themselves. Um, those girls have a lot in the tank and they can definitely do some some magic on the pitch. But uh, I'll back... Uh, it's, it's a weird one for me, actually. It's my right now home to my future home, hopefully. So yeah. I'm going to back the future. <laughs> okay. Go like Okay. France against Canada. Probably. It's going to be France, especially after a loss, isn't it? I can't tell anymore because they went into it with a big win over the Black Ferns. Again, Canada's not professional yet. I still don't know how. But... It's just shocking. It's also scary to think that these girls can get to a semi-final of a World Cup and not, not be, be professional. professional. Yeah. I can see it. Uh, I'm going to back Libla for this one. Yeah, no, that's fair. And the big one, essentially the decider going into it. Last year's final, part two, we have the Red Roses versus the Black Ferns. Oh, it's a tricky one. I Is think they've got their revenge. I think they're going to go undefeated. I'm going to back the Black Ferns. I don't hate I, it. I think they'll be galvanised after a defeat to France, confidence boosted by a big win over the Welsh. Um, and they've got England in their sights once again. They've done it before on the highest stage possible. They can do it again now. You've still got some catching up for the Black Ferns, just for retrospect. Yes, Springboks are the first men's team to win four, but the Black Ferns are the only team in women's rugby to have six World Cups. That's just crazy to think about when you think it's about it. Yeah, it's mad to think. Six World Cups. It's just, they must have really liked the trophy, just like, no, we're keeping it. Yeah, it's fine. We'll have uh, We'll have our fifth in uh, four years' time. Oh God, we're not. I'm not doing this now. Got imagine have, three times. We have, we have four, just a, we have four Six Nations tournaments before a World Cup. So, uh, well, we've we've won fifty percent of the World Cups we've competed in. So that's not bad because there's only been eight World Cups. But yeah. yeah, well, there's been ten World Cups. We've competed in eight, and we've won four. I think we won all of the World Cups. Nope, we weren't in the first two. 1995 was our first World Cup. And you won it. Ah, cool. And we won it. 50%. Yeah. And we've never lost a final. Where... No, I know that. I know that. <laughs> Where do you want to go next? Do you want to go to the Prem or do you want to go to the URC? Um, Either way, it's just our quick The URC. Go on, yes. Right, URC was a thing that happened. Uh, obviously, I wasn't paying too much attention to it because I had bigger fish to fry. Sorry, uh, and I'm, more. I was, I was up to date on the URC. Don't worry. Um, on the Saturday, uh-huh. Zebra <laughs> again. What is wrong with this team? 
Zebre come within three points of the Ospreys away from home, 34-31. This, I swear, this is a carbon copy of last season. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's fair. What is going on? It's like they play so well, and then they get so close, they panic. That's all I could think of. I don't, I don't understand, Murray. I want Zebre to win, just to have something different happen. It happened last season. They 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 pushed the Sharks close. They pushed Leinster within a score. And they done it again. But they still didn't win any games. I don't know. Ospreys get the win, 34-31. But they're not bottom of the table. Well, they've got two games points, so there you go. <laughs> we had um we had the kind of the RCP uh game, uh this next one, because plenty of guests representing uh, yes. The RCP from both teams, uh, Connacht versus Glasgow, and I think we both predicted the boys in green. Mm. Uh, 30... my, my reasoning was not there, but yeah, 34 26 victory for Connacht. They're definitely bringing uh, last season's form uh, to fruition this season. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's are not having a great time in South Africa. They took a battering from the Bulls last week and the Stormers have given them another battering in Cape Town. 52-7. Ouch. Ah, oh, my Sharks are not having a good time in Europe, however. Uh, um, yeah, we've been uh, defeated by Munster and now we've also been defeated by Leinster. 34-13 uh, victory for Leinster. Uh, the Sharks not getting the ball rolling. Not ideal. Uh, Edinburgh versus the Lions in the Hive. It was a squeaky bum time. It was squeaky. It was I squeaky like bum it. Time. The Lions, the Lions in their point. 17-16. And welcome to Edinburgh, you and Ashman. That try, that winning try by Ashman. You and Ashman just decided to... Uh, Take 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 the team, his new team, put them on his shoulders and say, I'll 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 do this for you boys, don't worry. But it was a good game. I did enjoy it. It was very physical. Possibly the most shocking result of the weekend. The greatest team in the world versus the URC champions. Benetton versus Munster 13-13. Draw. Which th- that means so, that Benetton are good enough to win the URC. If they can match the champions, they can win the whole tournament, Murray. Benetton to win the URC this year. Although, a friend of the show did score a crucial try for Benetton. And he, did. So, he did. He did, he did. Love him. We'll go on to a little Welsh derby here. Bit of a boring game. Yeah. I, I watched uh, the very tail end of this game because I was bored on a Sunday after Welsh being very hungover. Uh, Dragons versus Cardiff, 16-9. Fairly dull, one great. Mm. Okay, Just I feel like there. we give the Welsh Welsh regions a lot of hate, but it was a very boring game. It was a very boring game. Um, and the Bulls back on ha. the road, uh, not able to uh, capitalize on their monster victory of the Scarlets. Go uh, to Belfast, play Ulster, and lose twenty six nineteen. Um. Yeah, Ireland proving a very tough place to play as ever, as we've learned in the first two seasons of the URC. This third season is not going to be any different. Yeah, 
Sure. Should we do some predictions? Because we well, let's have... predict round three. Yes. The Friday game. Uh, mm. Glasgow are receiving some visitors. They uh, are. Stormers. The previous champions and the previous runners-up, the Stormers are heading over uh, to Glasgow. And... Both teams in pretty good form. Glasgow coming off a loss, however. I think Glasgow at home is different, though. Glasgow at home are different. They've they've really sorted out that at Scotstoun, they're very tricky to defeat or they even keep up with. Last, they beat the Stormers there last season. I'll say Glasgow just because they're at home. Yeah, that's my that's my logic. Yeah, obviously I'm going to back the Stormers. Back for South Africans. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll peg Stormers to uh, get that victory. Ospreys versus the Sharks. Neither team at home. We're in Twickenham. Oh, it's a, I was about to ask, are you going? Because I'm reading that and it's like, Ospreys are hosting, but they're not. Because yeah. Why is that on the stick? Um, I think it's kind of like for a promotion to spread the URC. Spread the good word of the URC. Um. I think we're trying to poach all the Premiership fans. See, we're saying Premiership, nah, come watch the URC. Okay. Um, um, Sharks are going to win. Sharks are going to beat the Ospreys. Uh, I've got Sharks to win by like 12 points. Is that back your team logic or is that just. No, that that is obviously back your team logic, but it's also, uh, I can see these boys do the job. I don't know. Now, the fact that it's at the stoop, I generally don't know. Um, uh, yeah, sharks. The sharks have more experience at the stoop in recent years. Hmm. That that one game of the Champions Cup. That one game. Uh, on the. I'll use pod logic. That's fine. Yeah. Do it. Take the sharks. Yeah, sharks to win for uh, Butter Chamberlain. Now. Zebra versus the Bulls. On the Saturday. Can Zebra do it? No. No. Um, Maybe, but probably not. But, but but they might come close. They will no, they, they will come close. It's They'll the third close, round. Uh, but they're going to get a losing bonus to, point. To take the victory. Murray. Yes. Leinster are visiting you. No, we're visiting Leinster. Oh no, sorry, you're visiting Leinster. <laughs> Where are they? I know the RDS is a fortress and whatnot, but 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 why are we so scared of Leinster? I'm not. We're gonna win. Back your team. They ain't won nothing. No offense, sorry, all the Leinster team, all the Leinster fans. You ain't won nothing. They have not ever won a United Rugby Championship. No. No, and they also haven't won any uh, Champions Cups for the last couple of years. La Rochelle. <laughs> uh, no. Back your team, boys. Yes, yes. Uh, to be fair, back. we've not had, even though we're we're still two for two, we haven't had a clean performance yet. Yeah, very scrappy, and well, just Glasgow showed that this Leinster team are very beatable, but the Sharks also showed that this Leinster team can win. You know what? You know what? Let's let's just let's just go full whack. And let's just beat, like what you said last week, you'll beat Irish children. Let's just do that. Yeah. Cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> I think I'll have more sympathy for Leinster and more love for Leinster when Jack Nienaba takes over. Because I can't I can't hate them then. 
Yeah, you can. I, I, I can't, Murray. You can. He's not a South African coach anymore. Anyways, he's just, he just a South African coach. Not uh, the Munster versus the Dragons. Uh, sorry, Dragons. Um, <laughs> your performance is going to be as shit as your logo. Uh, Munster. Wolfball logo. I missed the dragon's tail, but it's fine. Um, yeah, Munster to get a pretty convincing victory there, I believe. Um, I mean, uh, this is a grudge match. Living in Wales, I know for a fact that this is probably one of the biggest grudge matches there is. Scarlets versus Cardiff. Scarlets fans hate Cardiff more than anything. I know because I have family in Wales. They're Ospreys fans, but um. One of them said, there's four teams in Wales. I was like, yeah. He's like, you've got the Newport, you've got Ospreys, you've got Cardiff, and you've got the Scum. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. That's brutal, but all right. Um, I'm back. I'm back in the Scarlets. I'm back in the Scarlets. It's safer for you to back the Scarlets. Yes, it's... Uh, well, no, believe me, I, I, I can't... Uh, I can't take any stick at the moment because, you know... Are you going to this game? Uh, No, no, no. I'm not going to any games for a good while uh, as I am in money-saving mode and studying mode and shit like that. But um, Scarlet's to get the victory at home in Parker Scarlet's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll just put Devils out of the kettle pick Cardiff. I've never been been to Scarlet's. I've been to Cardiff, though. So... Uh, Connock versus Ulster Murray. Connock are going to win. Connock's going to win. Repeat of the quarterfinal. Yep, easy. And I am 90% certain that this is where the boys come back because we've seen our friend Mac sink a pint last week. Good on him. We did. Good on him. The match off of the Lions. Two, Two teams with a lion as their logo. Benetton versus the Lions. Is it bad that I don't really give a shit about this game? How dare you, Murray? I'm sorry. Benetton twin. I'm finally back in Benetton. And you're not. I'm torn. I hate you. I don't know what to do. What is the point in this? The Lions to beat the greatest team ever. I'm back in the Joburg boys. The Lions are probably my favourite team to watch as a like as to, to to watch in in out of the South African teams. Obviously, I'm a Shark supporter, but they're pretty woeful to watch at the moment. the The Stormers are just good. They just they're just good. The Bulls they're also just quite good. However, the Lions the Lions are good, but they've got that underdog tag. So I like watching the Lions and Benetton. Uh, they're Italian, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Premiership was on this week as well. Would you like to talk about some uh, some uh, some Premiership? Because yeah, some stuff happened. So, it was a mixed bag this week. Mm. Very strange. It was. Well, Sarsons are winning winning again because they beat Gloucester. Thanks for yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Let's not dwell on that. Let's move on. You had one job. Yep. Yep. Quinns versus Bristol. Yes. Quins, a very late win. I predicted it. 
I said Quinns were taking it by the slimmest of margins. Dead, yes. Keep forgetting that they're signed Jared Evans. Yeah. There you go. But it was a it was a good game. It was a bit scrappy at times. Harry Thacker's try was beautifully lucky. Is the best yeah. I could put it. A bit of luck in there always just spices things up. But the big man is up and running. Bakatava yes. got some try. What happened to Sale? <laughs> you said they were going to win because they're not. They've not changed. But I did don't... say they were going to win. Of course, I said they were going to win. My beloved XR Chiefs, regardless of if it's fresh faces or all the old boys, we decimated the Sharks. 43 now. Woohoo! Oh, it was just so fun. We we are playing with a different style. And you know what? When it works, it works. Yeah. It definitely worked. Bath versus Leicester. This game had oh. everything in it. Ben Russell with his bag of tricks yet again, because it's just what he does. Nice little crossfield kick to Will Muir. Taking the piss, isn't he? But it was not enough because former Worcester warrior Jamie Shellcock watch get a last minute kick to win the game for the Tigers 25-24 there you go and a very scrappy game up in the tune Northampton seems to get a very narrow win over Newcastle Falcons 16. Newcastle arguably the better team but yeah. uh, Saints get a win's a win yes a win is a win. As a South African fan, I've learned that is is a win is a win. Whether as it... a fan this season, you can tell. <laughs> see when see when your team wins, the performance goes out the window. You don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's by a point or fifty. The the result is the same. Unless rather, I would rather a nice little run in, a nice easy run game, but it's yeah. not happening. Yet. There's always something satisfying about a point victory as well, though. Just it's it's almost like a <laughs> fuck you. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. Predictions for week four of the Prem, because remember, Prem started a week before URC, which first my head when they do this. Yes. Friday night. Your dog is angry, by the way. Yeah, I know. But uh, he's just going off on one. That's fine. Friday, Sale host Gloucester. Both teams off a massive loss. I'm back in Sale again. I don't think they can have two shocking performances in a row. I really don't. So I'm <laughs> going to say Sale are going to take this game, but watch it blow up in my face and Gloucester win by 43 points to nil. Nah. <laughs> I'm just for fun. I'm going to go Gloucester. It's funny. I have a personal gripe with Sale. Yeah. It's a behind-the-scenes issue, but... But... Um, I hope you suffer. Yeah. Um, I think Sale will come right. Quinns host Newcastle Falcons. I think it's going to be a fairly easy win for the Quinns. Yeah, probably. Sadly. Northampton Saints versus Bath. Bath are going to win this game, Harry. Yes. Bath are going to win this game um, convincingly. He's going to... He's go- I'm just saying he is going to do something ridiculous again, isn't he? The Magician. The magician. Yeah. Just 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 imagine what it's gonna be like when the likes of Ollie Lawrence are back and oh disgusting. Friday. Ollie 
And Cam Redpath. Cam Redpath, yeah. Blood deal. Um, then we've got two former champs. The two, two champions bombs. of the last yep. two seasons. Saris versus Leicester Tigers. Who's winning, Murray? Oh, Saracens. No. Tigers. I want, I want Leicester to win. I, my Saracens prediction are playing at home. The Saracens are playing at home, so... For what? Bath beat them at home. Yeah, I know, but still, they've got that advantage. Bath have Finn Russell, mm-hmm. so that's, that's also just like a Trump's card. You know what? Just, I'm going to go Leicester just because I don't back Saracens. No, you don't back Saracens. That is your rule. That's my rule. You don't, yeah. Exeter oh, versus... Sorry, I, I forgot to say that Sale have got George Ford back. He's straight back in. He's having yeah. no time off. My guy. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. I don't think it's going to make a difference, though. So I've still got Gloucester to win. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, versus East, Bristol. East versus Bristol. Pack of bears, it's time to slay some bears. Yeah, uh, yeah you're going to win, aren't you? You're at home. You're off a big win uh, over previous runners-up. Ah, uh, yeah. Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Um, we have some news this week. I did dwell on it earlier in the episode, but Eddie Jones, 10 months after a five-year deal. Really? Nice. Who's going to take over? Um, got to be the Brumbies coach, isn't it? It has to be. Yeah. What about uh, Jamie Joseph? Jamie Joseph is back in Super Rugby. He's taken over at the Islanders. Ah, there we are then. Yeah, if, listen, Eddie is uh, an interesting person. He's a very interesting person. Um, things didn't go his way and he's gone out of there. He's 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 left. He's gone. Um, oh, Maybe not. It might not be the Brumbies head coach. As but he is a former Wallaby. One of the best Wallabies ever. Go on, it's Stephen Larkham. But I think he's just took over the Brumbies job. I'm not sure he's. Imagine Ian Foster took over the Wallabies. You know what? Run it back. Let's get Dave Rennie back in there. Just, just how shit house would that be? Chuck him back in. Do it. No, I'm trying. I'm generally trying to think. Who Dave would be Rennie's able... Wallabies would have got to a quarter final. Wouldn't have been pretty, but it would have been done. They would have. They would have. <laughs> um, I don't really know who I want to see as Wallabies head coach. There's it's such a mess right now. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really care right now. <laughs> I, no, no, they, they're such, not. They, they, they don't play. They don't play again till. June is there, is that when the rugby championships on June? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. Oh no, we we've got uh, we've got summer tests now. So not June. Last time I checked, June was the start of summer. No, I mean like before the rugby championship. What? Why? Where are you going? No, I'm saying, don't we have summer tests? No, I'm pretty sure. Oh. We do. Oh, sure, yeah, it's not, it's Ireland, not well. Ireland are coming to us for a three-test tour. Oh, yeah. So I'm, we, wait a minute, I'm I'm need to find this out now. 
Have a look. Have a look. I'm pretty sure Ireland are coming to us for a three-test tour. So we can we can show them our Web Ellis trophy. We can be like, look what we got. You do also just be like, oh, but we're going, we won in the group. So. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of Irish fans saying that, but oh, we, we were the only team to beat South Africa. Um, yeah, but then you lost in the quarterfinals, so what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Tough no. tits. Sorry, mate. Quarterfinals. Four more years, boys. Four more years. Okay, so I was not coming up. They're saying that England are apparently going to New Zealand. Ouch. You're battered. Hold on. There's there's some, some reports, but there's also not many. Right. Summer 2024. Uh, nothing coming up. Yeah. Please don't let us tour Argentina again. I want to go somewhere different. Let us go to Australia. That'd be nice. Imagine just getting battered by... Uh... Here we are. July tours revealed. Found it. I'm just different like that. Go on then. Right. What's this? We're going to fucking so Japan. By the looks of it, uh, England will travel to New Zealand. Uh, so there'll be a three test um, tour there. Um, Ireland will travel to South Africa. Hmm. Argentina will host France. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Wales. Oh, Australia will host Wales. We've got Japan, haven't we? And Scotland will tour the Pacific Islands. Oh, yeah. Fight. Yeah, I'm up for that. It looks like you're going to have a... um... Are these these fixtures going to be the first fixtures part of the New World League? No, that's not until 2026. That's fine. That's fine. So, yeah, so you're going to be... You're going to be like, come up with a bio. Yeah, it looks like you're going to be playing a Samoa, a Fiji, and a Tonga in a three-test tour. Well, I like that. I'm good with that. Um, We have got the Irish with with a chip on their shoulder coming back saying oh we beat you in the pool stages so we've obviously got to beat them in that three test game in that three test just to shut them up and then we can show my webless trophy again england are gonna get battered by um razors all blacks <laughs> so i've just realized razors, <laughs> it's razors, gonna be razors all blacks um uh wales and australia uh, depends on the coaches depends on the coaches yeah depends um Argentina, France. I mean, it's going to be probably a, a battering, but even if Argentina just get a, a big win, oh yeah, I'm all for that. Nice. And uh, what else did we say? And Scotland's and the Pacificans. Yeah. I'll take Very that. Interesting. I like that. I like that a lot. I want South Africa to tour the Pacific Islands because I I feel like it's been so 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 long since we played. We obviously played Tonga in the pool stages, but. Like that that Tonga game was a brilliant game. I want to see us play Fiji. I want to see us play Samoa. Fair enough. I don't hate it. Take me but... back to the big days of Henry Tuolangi running at a bunch of South Africans. <clears throat> that reminds me of two thousand seven. Yeah. That reminds me of the video I need to do today. But anyway, um, 
we had some World Rugby Awards. Not all of them because the women's 15s are... Are being announced after the WXV one finalist. Good. Make, that makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. Should we go over the the championes? The champion... Yeah, go for it. So, sevens, men's sevens player of the year is Rodrigo Isgro of Los Pumar. Yeah, well-deserved. Tyler Nathan Wong got Women's Sevens Player of the Year. Again, yep. she's absolutely electric. The Dream Team, the Men's 15s Dream Team. Let's go over the- this, because I think I can remember off the top of my head. Right, Cyril Bailey, Dan Sheehan, Dan Sheehan Ty Furlong, Ebenet Sabet, Scott Barrett. We had uh, Kaylin Doris, Ardi Sarveya, Charles Olivon. We had yeah. Anton Dupont. We mm-hmm. had... Who Richie was fly off? Richie. Richie Mwanga. We had Bundiaki. We had Gary Ringrose. We had Will Jordan, Penno and Ramos. I don't like it. I don't like it either. And a lot so, of people don't like it. Well, so mine's was... Well, I think we agreed, we agreed on ours. We agreed on it. So RCP's team, dream team of the year is... Yeah. Sirobai, Bongian Banambi, Franz Moharbor, Ibn Etzabeth, Scott Barrett, Kaelin Doris, Peter Steftatoy, Ardis Aveo, Aaron Smith, Richard mm-hmm. Wanga, Bundiaki, Kyle Fiku, yeah. Will Jordan, Damien Pinnell, and Hugo Keenan. Yeah. Not um, much different, but Ramos, Ramos and Keenan, yeah, tough one. But the way I see it... Uh... A lot of people saying, "Oh, it's 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 a dream team of the year, not just the, the the last couple of months for the World Cup." I understand that, but I feel like in a World Cup year, the World Cup takes precedence. I feel like the World I'm, Cup. I'm going to say something, and I feel like it might be stupid. It might not be. I'll say it, and then you tell me if it's stupid or not. I understand in a dream team, you have to have all your nominees for World Party. I get that. See ones that actually win it. Yeah. Actually, win awards as well. Should also be in that dream team. So, by my logic, there's no Will Jordan, there's no Pinot. It would be Mark Talia with his breakthrough of the year. Yeah. And Duhan van der Merwe with his world try of the year. Yeah. Just because they've won something. Off my That's my logic. Then... I also, yeah. I also find it interesting. And again... In my logic, in a World Cup year, the World Cup takes centre stage because that's when things are really decided. Mm-hmm. One Springbok in that team of the year, four All Blacks, five Irish and five French. And Andy Farrell got coach of the year. I don't Andy hate Farrell that. getting coach of the year, I'm not mad about because, no, again, no. coach of the year, Grand Slam, 17 game winning streak. Went undefeated in the pool stages. Knocked out in the quarterfinals, yes, but Ireland will always be knocked out in the quarterfinals because it's a curse. Um, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about that at all. And I feel like Jacques Nienaber, I feel like it's a coaching duo of Razi Erasmus and Jacques Nienaber, so for them to both get coach of the year would be a bit... Can't. Um, Mark Talea, breakout player of the year. More than happy with that. He's been absolutely outstanding. Yeah. His clean yeah, no. record, his tackles break record has been absolutely disgusting. Try of the year, we called it as soon as it happened. <laughs> yeah, the try of the year, and it was the try of the year. 
In fact, it wasn't even close. There, there wasn't a, a single try of the nominee. What did we have? We had Hugo Keane against uh, France. We had Peno against Ireland. Uh, and we had... Uh, and Bossy versus Tangy, Georgia. Who scored from Luvani Bottier's? No, it was a Bossy. Oh, Le Bossy, that was it, yeah. Um, yeah, not, none of them come close. The minute Kyle Sain threw the ball to Duhan, I'm just saying... You just knew something. You just knew. Uh, and then World Player of the Year. World Player of the Year. The best player on the planet. He should have won it last year. He's got his redemption story. He's, he's had his redemption arc. He, he should have won it last year. And I feel like someone else should have won it this year. But Ardi Sarve is the World Player of the Year. Obviously, I was holding up my hopes for Ebenezer a bit because I feel like... When is that going to get? I really, really wanted Bundiaki to win it. I don't... I'm not mad. I love the fact Ardy's done it. I, I'm happy. On reflection, I was, I was, I was quite bitter after the Rug- World Rugby Awards because I was like, it's typical. It's just sympathy votes on the world player in the world in the team of the year. It's just sympathy votes for the French and the Irish. Uh, the Springboks still not getting any respect. Bloody bloody bad. But I've looked back at it now with a cooler head, with a calmer head. Ardy Savea deserved a World Player of the Year. And I don't really care about that dream team because we've got the Web Ellis Cup. Well, that's all that matters, really. Exactly. And, yeah, next week, we'll finish off WXV1 and then yeah. the women's team's awards get announced. We've got URC and we've got Prem. It's a bit, it could be shorter next week. We, we can relax, Murray. We can relax. We can breathe. Finally, we can rest. I can get this shut off my chip. No, I'm joking. It's a nice top. It's a nice top. I like it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the tattoo, Murray. I'm gonna get the Web Ellis Trophy, 1995, 2007, 19, and 23. I'm getting it, and leave yeah. plenty of room for all our other titles that we're gonna win. I'm not. I'm not getting it. I am getting the T-shirt though. I will. I will buy the Springboks T-shirt because it's pretty cool. But yeah, this has been the Rugby Connection podcast. We're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're everywhere. And Cam will still be on Cloud9 next week, probably. Yeah, where are my Sharks jersey next week? That's really all there is. We're Bring back to the next week. And yeah, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.